Welcome to My Road So Far, the enlightening podcast that takes you on a transformative journey through wellness. I'm your host, Roxanne, and it is my pleasure to guide you through the intricacies of mental, physical, and spiritual health. I'll be sharing the knowledge that I have obtained over the years as a personal trainer, nutrition coach, and now as a wellness coach, as well as sharing with you my personal journey to well-being, making this exploration all the more authentic and relatable. So let's uncover the secrets to a fulfilling and balanced life. Welcome back to the podcast. And as an update, I have finally finished my traveling. I've made it to Illinois to the Chicago area. We are in a lot of chaos right now. We're introducing two dogs together and we are looking for a house, which that may be all settled by the end of this month. And we are staying in another house that was provided by my husband's company. So luckily it's furnished, it has everything we need, and it's enough room for all of us with everything that's going on between work getting the house ready, getting homeschooling done for the kids. It is really stressful. And I was lucky enough that I really listened to my body and everything else while I was traveling. So I'm not as physically tired and sore as I would have been in the past if I had ignored my body and just kind of like pushed through the drive. So I'm doing really good. A little tired mentally from everything, still adjusting to the time difference and all of that jazz. And the one thing that I'm definitely like starting to realize is I need to refocus on my self care and get my self care routine like back on track because it is definitely something that has slipped a lot in the past few months. I have done things here and there for myself, but really with self care, I like having that solid routine to really support all areas of my life to really help me find that balance that I'm always seeking in my day-to-day. So that is one thing that I am going to be talking about today is self-care and also just being very mindful when you are creating and performing self-care so that it's really supporting your life and your well-being. The one thing that I have really noticed a lot about self-care and social media is it's become an aesthetic. It's not really like something, the purpose of it does not seem to really support you. It's more of a purpose of what looks cool and, you know, where did I go to this fancy place to be able to practice self-care? And I feel that it's getting really watered down because it's becoming more of like, well, self-care in general, that term is becoming more of a buzzword. And I don't see as many really authentic like self-care routines that are going to help people understand what self-care is. And the thing is, is that self-care really is very specific to the individual like everything else in life, because we all are very different and unique and need different things within our lives to help support us and find that balance. Now, in the past, um, the purpose of self-care for me 
was really kind of that escapism. So it didn't really support me the way I needed it to. So it took a lot of time to really find out what self-care was and how, what it looked like in my own life in order so that I can help my clients and those within the Myrod So Far community to help them find their self-care routine that works best for them. What is the purpose of self-care? So self-care should be de-stress. It should be a time you show yourself self-compassion, a time to show yourself self-gratitude. It helps with balance and it really helps you be more aware of your well-being in general. With this purpose of self-care, with looking at how it reduces stress and anxiety, these types of things would be like meditation, exercise, being very mindful of doing these different activities as well so that it can help improve your overall mood and your mental health in general. Another thing is, is it really can boost your physical health. And this would be more of like eating healthy, getting enough sleep, exercising regularly, because when we are really showing that care to our physical body, we do have a more balanced life and we are healthier overall. Another thing that it that self-care can do is increase your self-esteem. And that's because you're working on this component of self-compassion and also self-reflection. And that can play a major part in starting to heal that relationship with health and wellness, with your body and other aspects in your life. Really learning how, what self-compassion is and finding the right way to use um, positive self-talk is another way, another area of self-care. Self-care can also improve your productivity. When you are well-rested and your stress levels are down, you're able to focus better. You're able to get things done on a daily basis. So it's easier to tackle all those tasks and tackle those responsibilities. Another thing that it can do is it can enhance your relationships with others because when you are taking care of yourself, you can better show up for your other relationships. They become more, they, your relationships become healthier and they're more, you have more meaningful connections. And that all has to do with how you start building this self-care routine that really supports your body, it supports your mind, and it is really nourishes your soul. So you're finding that you are taking care, better care of yourself and you can show up for others better. Now with self-care, there are different types of self-care. There's self-care for your physical health, for your mental, emotional health, as well as for your social health. So there is a wide variety of different ways that you can practice self-care. For your physical health, self-care involves more of activities that promote your physical health and vitality. So this would include regular exercise, maintaining a balanced diet, getting enough sleep. Some things that I like to do that's more related to my physical self-care is doing my warm baths where I can really like soak my body and relieve tension that way, going to get a massage, getting my nails done, 
So different things like that is more of how some other things that I use to practice more of that physical health self-care, but definitely being very mindful of how you're eating and how you're moving can be an act of self-care for your physical health. The next area of self-care would be your mental health. This is the one we hear a lot about because it's so important within our society where we're always going, 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 and it's hard sometimes to really pull ourselves back from work and home and everything else. So we have all this stress, stress building up. So we talk a lot about our mental health and finding that balance between work and home life. And one of the big things with self-care for mental health is finding that different things to help you to de-stress, to decompress at night after a long day. It really is to give your mind a break and to step back. So that is a big part that we talk about. And this is an area of self-care that I dive deep into with my clients as well, because a lot of times this is the self-care that we're missing out on is the one for our mental and even our emotional health. And when it comes to more of the emotional health, that is going to be more allowing yourself to process your feelings that come up and to really be able to express your feelings as well. So we want to really find a routine that really supports your mental health and you're able to find that balance within your life and not have not be suffering as much from stress. The next kind of self-care that I want to kind of touch on that we don't hear too much about is more of like social self-care. And this is going to revolve around your relationships with others and your interactions um, in society. This is more of nurturing those connections that work with you and are beneficial for you. The ones that you enjoy, the social connections you the social connections that you enjoy having. This is also having a support network set up. So that would be whether you have a coach to help you with your health and wellness or a counselor to help you with your mental health or just the friends that you have that you can lean on and support and that are there for you to support you in whatever capacity you need. This can be really important when you're going through the harder parts of your life. Another part of this social self-care is taking that time to spend quality time with your friends and family. There are many types of self-care that you can really dive into when it comes to your health and wellness. There is even going to be spiritual self-care, whether that looks like journaling or if you pray, praying, whatever really like lights you up inside and really nurturing that is also going to be a type of self-care. The key thing with all of these different types of self-care, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, social, spiritual, is that you do it very mindfully. It's not just something that you, you're not just going through the motions. In that point, if you're just going through the motions of self-care, it no longer is nourishing you in any way, shape, or form. That's why it is so important to make sure that you have a very mindful practice, a mindful practice for your self-care. 
One of the things that I do with my clients within the first month is we do a self-care audit. We really dive deep into their self-care routine to find out if it is beneficial or if it is just going through the motions and doing it because you know you should do it. So this is how we start out. There are three questions that we use while they're doing the audit and they usually do it within, they do the audit over a week and then we go ahead and we go over it together. So the first thing is, is looking into, do they have a self-care routine? And this is something you can do. You can sit down and ask yourself, do I have a self-care routine? This is all about uncovering whether you already have self-care practices in place, or if you are starting from scratch and you don't know what your self-care routine is going to look like. The next thing we look at is how often are you practicing self-care? Are you practicing once a day, once a week, once a month? It is going to be something where you're really looking at the frequency and you're looking at how consistent you are with a self-care practice, because this can say a lot about really that balance within your life as well, because self-care is about prioritizing yourself too. That is the next thing we look at is how often do you practice self-care? And again, go ahead, sit down and go through these questions for yourself as well and audit your own self-care routine. So how often do you practice self-care? And then the third part of this audit is, does the self-care align with your overall well-being? Is it checking off all of the areas of wellness? Is it checking off physical health and mental health and spiritual health? Sometimes we don't realize that maybe we're only focusing on one area until we do this kind of audit. And it really can, you can find out how it is contributing to your overall well-being. Or are the practices that you're doing for self-care more of a distraction or a hindrance to your to the balance in your life to one of your areas of wellness? That is the last thing to really look at is does it align with your overall well-being? Is it supporting your physical, mental, and spiritual health? So definitely sit down and ask yourself these three questions. You can journal about it and go throughout the week to really examine each day to see how you are practicing self-care. Do you have a self-care routine? How often do you practice self-care? Does your self-care align with your overall well-being? Is it truly supporting your wellness? Once you have gone through and done this and you've, whether you've journaled about it or you did some voice memos, whatever aligns best with how you like to do things. Next is building your self-care routine. Building a self-care routine can be a lot of fun. And it is a time to really sit down and find out what you enjoy doing and how can you do those things and to really support your health. There are some really important things to remember when you start to build your self-care routine. First, is your self-care routine stress-free? Does it enhance your well-being? Is it personalized to you? And remember, it does not need to cost any money. 
that is one of the things that I have noticed the most on social media is that when it has become more of this aesthetic, it's all about spending all this money to do these outlandish rituals to incorporate self-care into your daily life. But the thing is, is that it doesn't need to cost a lot of money and it doesn't need to take a lot of time. Now, if you have the spare time, definitely take that time. But if you don't, it's okay. You don't have to have a lot of time to start building a self-care practice. And then here's a few tips. When you start building your self-care routine, include all aspects of your wellness. Find something that supports your physical health, your mental, emotional health, and your spiritual health. Also, you want to enjoy it. If you don't enjoy whatever you've chosen as self-care, then it's not really in alignment with what you need. Make it easy. That is another thing. Just like I said, that it doesn't need to cost money and it doesn't need to take a lot of time. Make it something easy. Don't overcomplicate it. When you overcomplicate it, you don't enjoy it anymore and it just becomes stressful. Lastly, one of the key things for self-care is self-compassion. Show yourself kindness. Really treat yourself right when you are performing your self-care. One of the things that I do for myself is I actually make a checklist that I can use and I have it like whether it's posted on my computer, my phone, when I can print things out again, I'm actually going to print it out and put it on my refrigerator. And on this checklist, it just gives me an idea of different things I can do for myself daily to practice self-care because that is one of the key things is you do want to practice this daily. On my checklist, I have drink a glass of water. This is a great reminder to stay hydrated throughout the day because that really is like taking care of your body. So it is an act of self-care and it's one of the ones that I struggle with a little bit more. So having that reminder that I am taking care of myself and this is a practice of self-care to make sure that I'm hydrating and getting enough water is a really important one to me. Another one on my checklist is take a deep breath. This is a reminder to pause and just breathe and be in the moment. This can really help on some of those stressful days. And it's a great way to practice mindfulness and self-care is to just stop and take a deep breath. And right there, that's something simple and it doesn't take a lot of time. One of the things that I enjoy doing is using different face masks. So I have that on my checklist and that is one that's more of like a weekly one. And I enjoy doing that while I'm soaking in a bathtub or I'm just like relaxing and meditating or something like that. So I really go all in with the face mask and that is part of my self-care checklist. Next, organizing my space. That has become one that I didn't realize I needed and I didn't realize was a like self-care thing until I started once a week, started organizing my office. Right now, this is a little bit, the organizing is more of organizing like little things around the house to help me really stay sane on some days. It helps my mental health, but it also helps more of um, my environmental health 
because when things get too cluttered and too all over the place and disorganized, I, my mind also becomes cluttered and disorganized. So it is really helps to just take some time to organize a space once a week and really get things in order and back to some kind of semblance of normal. Stretching is another one that is on my list of self-care. And this is something I do a lot of times in the morning or evening. It just all depends on the day and it depends on what I'm feeling within my body. My number one favorite is taking a bath. And this is something that I indulged in a lot while living over in Japan because they're, it's part of their culture is bathing. So having that nice bathroom with a nice deep bath, I was really able to indulge in that one. And that one probably is one of my favorites because it hits all areas of self-care for me personally. That is one that I haven't been able to do a lot lately and am looking forward to once we get into our new house to start really having my nice baths again. Another one is listening to music. And when I'm listening to music, I allow myself to just let go and be free so that if I want to start moving, I can start moving. Um, I can start singing anything and all of these just, this is another one that hits all areas of wellness for me in the self-care department. And then the last one, which I added onto my list and is one that I actually struggle with sometimes but this is because I've never in the past allowed myself to do this is to be creative, do something creative, no matter what it is. It could be creative dance. It could be art. It could be, um, could be creative cooking, whatever calls to you creatively, whatever calls to you to be creative. Okay. We're going to give up on that. But anyways, whatever calls to you is what you do. And it's a way to really like, it's a way to de-stress, which is a big thing for all of these. And I think that's one thing I didn't really like touch on enough on this is that when I talk about self-care being a type of way to de-stress or decompress, it hits all areas of wellness. Because once we stop staying, once we get away from all the intrusive thoughts and the lists and just the tons of things that we're thinking about throughout the day or worrying about throughout the day, we're able to relax our mind, which also helps us relax our body because we hold all that stress within our body and all those repressed, repressed feelings in our body. When I say that it de-stress, it is a de-stressor, it hits all areas of wellness, not just your mental health. So I just wanted to touch on that, adding that here at the end of the checklist. Definitely try a checklist out, see what comes up for you and what works for you. And another thing is, is this is very much a trial and error type thing when it comes to the self-care routine. You want to find something that's really going to work for you. And there are going to be times where you find that certain things that you think are going to help you with self-care or be like a good self-care idea end up not working for you. And that is okay. That doesn't mean that you did self-care wrong. And that's the other thing is you can't do wrong with self-care because sometimes things are going to work and sometimes they're not. And the thing that worked last week may not work this week. 
So really like that trial and error is going to come into a factor. It's going to come into play when you start building this routine for yourself. And the thing is, is don't rush the routine. Take your times, add one thing at a time. My checklist, I don't do all those things in one day. It is more of a reminder and to bring myself awareness of self-care. Because a lot of times what happens is self-care gets pushed off to the side because we don't have time for it, or we're just not aware that we haven't performed it in a long time, or we think it's just good enough to do it like once or twice a month. But really you should be performing some kind of act of self-care daily. And it can be one simple thing like being very mindful of drinking a glass of water. It could be even sitting down and journaling and reflecting on your day and really showing yourself compassion for whatever happened that day or showing yourself gratitude for getting through a really stressful or busy day. That's an act of self-care that is so much more than just bubble baths and massages and whatever the new thing on social media is for self-care. It really can be something as simple as sitting down with your journal at the end of the day and showing yourself gratitude for getting through the day and getting things done. If you have any questions about building a self-care routine or doing a self-care routine audit, you can reach out to me on Instagram at my underscore road underscore so underscore far or you can email me at Roxanne at myroadsofarwellness.com. And you can find both of those in the show notes. Definitely reach out to me. I would love to help you with your audit or even building your self-care routine. If you found inspiration in this podcast, please take a moment to leave a five-star review on your preferred platform. Share a screenshot of you of your listening experience on your Instagram stories. And don't forget to tag me at my underscore road underscore so underscore far. As a token of gratitude, I'll send you my unlock unlimited energy guide. It's your key to crafting a personalized routine for quality sleep and a stress-free day. Until next time, have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining me on My Road So Far podcast. Remember, wellness is a continuous journey, not a destination. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform. If you're ready to take the next step on your wellness journey, message or email me today about my one-on-one wellness coaching. Until next time, keep nurturing your mind, honoring your body, and embracing the wonder of your spirit. This is Roxanne signing off.